Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. I am your host, Blake Rafino. This is Are You Serious Sports. We hope that you're making it a good one. We know that we are as well. This is really a first, kind of. I don't know. I don't remember the last time we did a LSU um, baseball postgame show. Usually, we're doing it during the show. I like the 4 o'clock pitch time. I like it. <laughs> because we're not having to monitor a game during uh, during everything. So I, I like it. We'll talk about that. This is the LSU postgame show. If you watch the game, we'll talk about that. Uh, 102 strong. Let me, let, let's start off with this very quickly. LSU is back, baby. There is absolutely nothing in this world more electrifying. More electrifying. Then 102,000 screaming coon asses on the top of their, or, or standing room only, standing up, screaming on the top of their lungs. When Joe Burrow throws a touchdown, when a running back scores a touchdown, when you get a big third down stop, and the Chinese bandits start playing, 102,000 strong, we are back. Guys, I'm fired up for football season. If you can't tell, for a, to get back in that stadium, to get the crowd rolling, a Saturday night in Death Valley where the chances of rain, never. <laughs> I'm excited, y'all. I'm excited for this weekend. A more capacity in Alex Box. Guys, we're moving on to where we used to be. We're moving in that direction. So let's go. Let's stop all the... The, the pouting, I don't want to say pouting, but all the negativity, pouting's a bad word, but negativity. Because I'm ready for some football season. I'm ready for the, pan, the band. Let the band play Nick. If it were me, and this is probably why I'll never be the athletics director of Louisiana State University. If it were me, the first song the band would play inside Tiger Stadium is Neck. Hey yo. Anyway. <laughs> we'll do the hashtag as Blake as we do always on Tuesday. So put it in the comments. The NBA, the NFL draft's near. Where are some of these LSU guys gonna go? I'm gonna talk a little bit about the draft. Uh we're gonna talk a little bit. Do I think Jamar Chase goes five to the Bengals? We'll see. We'll see. Is there a sleeper in this draft from an LSU draft perspective? We'll talk about that. But, guys, before we get started, as always, we got to get to the comments. Uh, Mike Bazile, our financial advisor, gives the five flexes and 75 cool shades emojis. Colin Thibodeau says, let's do the thing. Uh, Blake says, hashtag Mulkamania. I like it. And we are live. The Mulkamania. Okay, I dig it. Brian also says on Facebook, we are live. Let's go. 
Um, Ryan says, my hair on my skin stands up every time I hear that song. Mine too. Guys, I, I tell you this all the time, but a little can't, a little behind the scenes. Every time that beat drops, I, I mean, I get goosebumps coming on here, man. I get goosebumps. I no, Not more than I get goosebumps, I'm nervous. You know, like, because we're sitting here, I'm sitting here doing something that I love. We're talking LSU. So, hell yeah. Ba -ba 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 -ba. It's a I think it's the best intro really out there. But I'm biased as hell. Blake Doucette says, still waiting on the who? Mike Jones. 281-330-8004. Because Mike Jones is about to load. Because Mike Jones is about to flow. Before he got the, the major deal. Before the ice was in his grill. The girls didn't give a damn if he was here. Shit. That's going to be fun, too. Yeah, if he makes a tackle and 102,000 screaming individuals go, Who? I'll be one of them. Shit, I'll be in the press box screaming, Who? Who do? I'll be out there like uh, like Stone Cold Steve Austin. What? Instead of what, I'll be saying, Who? All right. Uh, Kenny says, Here we go. Yep. Everybody fire in the comments. I should have put this in there. Is the hashtag Ask Blake. Any questions you have, uh, we like we do as always. We answer them on Tuesdays. Uh, Donovan on Peterson on Facebook Live says neck. Let the band play neck, man. During you can ask Mike Bazile. During the entire 2019 season, I was playing neck in my car. Hey Blake, you got a meeting? I don't care that we got a meeting. Neck is not done being played. Anyway. All right, before we get started, guys, we got to get to the, uh, we got to pay some bills around this thing. We got to keep the lights on. And none better than our good friends over at GM Varno and Sons. GM Varno and Sons has faithfully been serving your Denim Springs and Baton Rouge area for over 62 years. With their highly trained technicians, there's absolutely nothing that they can't do RV repair, big rig overhauls, motorhome chassis, routine maintenance, tire rotations, tire sales. No job is too big or too small over at GM. Give them a call today at 225-664-9992. That's 225-664-9992. And tell them your good friend, Mr. Blake Rafino, over at AYS, sit you on by. And our good friends over at your home team, team.kw.com. That's team.kw.com for the number one real estate team in the North Shore. You have to go to team.kw.com or call one of the great real estate agents today if you've always been dreaming for that home that you've, you've always grown up wanting. You got to go to your home team because they will put you in that house today. Again, that's 985 467 7355 or go to team.kw.com. All right. Let's see. We got some questions already. Roderick says, hashtag ask Blake. Can't wait to see where Tyler Shelvin goes. You know, I'm in the minority. I am in the minority on this, maybe a little. And, and I'm with Roderick here. I, I, I kind of. Um, I think that Tyler Shelvin probably should have played last season. I think it would have done him some benefits on the field. Now, I get the reasons why guys didn't play last year, and that's not that's not me trying to put down on him or anything like that. Just personally, personally, I think that Tyler Shelvin should have played. He could have shown that he could keep his weight down. Uh, and, and look, he, he was three hundred, uh, a slim 350 at the LSU Pro Day. Um I think that he's probably going to be a late, at best, late second round pick, third round pick. That's where that's where I personally would have Tyler Shelvin. I mean, the truth is, we would do it for everybody else. I mean, he's got one year of production, one year of production. We would, I would want to see more for him if I was a GM, but that doesn't mean anything. That doesn't mean anything. Um, so there's that. I mean, look, he's going to have a lot of LSU guys in front of him. I think you have guys like, for example, a Jabril Cox. I think Jabril Cox goes in front of uh, Tyler Shelvin because of last year. Guys, Pro Football Focus, I'm not sure if you saw his stat, but Pro Football Focus said in close to, what was it, 300 in passing attempts, he didn't give up one when he's in man-to-man -man coverage. I mean, guys, that's unreal. And that's a linebacker who, quite honestly, could play safety if he wanted to. Uh, he's just great in coverage. So... Um, I think that you'll you'll see those two guys go out in the second, the late second at earliest, probably third, maybe early third. Any, well, really anywhere in the third. Uh, I like Jabril Cox. If he feels like to me, and what Belichick does, 
like he would want to experiment with that um, for the first time. So we'll see. Uh, Justin Lagrange on Facebook Live says, "If Bianco starts this weekend, I'm going to lose my mind, dude. Couldn't hit the wa- dude couldn't hit a water if he fell off of a boat. I don't think he's going to start this weekend. I don't think he's going to start this weekend. Um, I mean, base running errors. I mean, he was okay in the field. He did have some nice at bats. I mean, but uh, we'll see. Uh, we'll see." David says, saving my Expedia points for my flight slash hotel. I guess you're talking about Cali. Um, We'll see what they do out there. But it would be nice to go to the Rose Bowl with a packed stadium. It would be really nice. I I really don't think that UCLA could pack out a stadium. I think it would have to be LSU fans going. Um, So I'd probably go. Um, Let's see. Brian Vietor says, after watching Kim Mulkey, new women's basketball uh, head basketball coach, press conference, Yesterday, a couple of times, you can see her fire to win and is very happy and blessed to be back home. Uh, I'm assuming you're saying she, but she really seems to be down to earth. Hashtag go LSU ladies basketball. Yeah, I I would agree there. I I would agree there. And and look, she's coming to win a natty. Let's not get this thing twisted. Like, let's not get this thing twisted whatsoever. She is coming to win natties. Okay, and that's what she's a part of. She's, you know, I mean this in the most um, humble way possible, but, you know, I can be narcissistic uh, about things when it comes to AYS. Like, I want it done this way. You know, like, guys, we we start at 7 o'clock unless something crazy happens. I want to be on time. I want to be precise. I want the exact moment when the beat drops. I want it all to be the same. And I think that she's away that way when it comes to winning. So I, I get it from her perspective. She doesn't like uh, uh, to lose. And I know that people said that, well, Blake, she's making 2.5. I did some digging. Guys, state income tax is a big deal when you're making $2.5 million. Much different when you're in Texas making 2.27. That's damn near close to almost being guaranteed. So let's not get that twisted either. Um, let's see. Uh, David says, agree with our take on T. Shelvin. Our take? Or my take? <laughs> uh, Carl Dunn says a slim 330. Carl the Cat Dunn says a slim 330. I mean, look, I know that everybody talks about him playing at 350. Um, I would never want him to play at 350 personally. I would want him to get down to 325, 330. The game is going gonna, is gonna to pass traditional nose guards up if they're not careful. Just like it did, uh, I, I would say, really beefy guards. Is that a good way to put it? Beefy? I mean, you got to be able to move in space. you got to be able to run the RPO from offense. You know, the one thing that people don't talk about from an O-line standpoint is the fact of how o- the O-line game had to change. Nobody talks about And look, I get it, and it's different because people know my, may know quarterback play better than I do, than, I, than maybe I know O-line play. Like, that might be my forte. Nobody talks about that. If it were me and I was training him, I would say, hey, let's get to 330. Let's get to 325. I mean, get a little bit more nimble. You're not going to lose power. You're not going to lose – you're going to gain speed, and that's what he honestly needs. Um, so, we'll see. Uh, Carolyn McClendon says, hashtag ask Blake, do you think with the hiring of Kim Mulkey will put more pressure on Will Wade and the rest of LSU coaches to win? I think anytime you bring in good coaches, it puts pressure on them to win. Uh, Will Wade will be the one who feels the most pressure, um, especially if she comes in after the fact than he does and starts winning instantly. Like if she start, you know, like if she gets to the Sweet Sixteen in year one, then what? Like then what? Um, but I think that if I'm Will Wade, I take a step back and let Mama just run the ship. And look, Will can learn a couple of things from Kim. You know, he can honestly learn learn a couple of philosophies from Kim. And that's not a shot at Will Wade, but she's very experienced and has played and coached a lot of basketball. Look, and I know that it's a it's a men's versus women's game, and some things may and may not work. Um, but philosophy doesn't always change in sports. Like she could teach him a thing or two, and quite honestly, she could teach him a thing or two about um, how to really fundraise. And she could be the catalyst for fundraising, too, because some boosters and some people might not like the fact of what Will Wade's doing and with the FBI investigation. So we'll see. 
Uh, Jay Lee Rett on Periscope Twitter says, why do you think Dugas was out of lineup tonight against Grambling? Uh, I'll have to ask uh, Ronnie Rance that. They said back spasms, though. They they um they had he they said he had back spasms. So I'll say that. And look, he's been crushing the ball. Maybe want to give him a day off. He had back spasms. I mean, he'll be fine. Carl the Cat Dunn says, "Nice win for the baseball team today." I agree. Look, I feel like as this as the weather starts heating up, they started they've started to get a little bit better, a little bit more consistent. What's crazy about all of this? What's crazy to me about all of this is. I think, yeah, you lose a Landon Marceau. What is Labus a junior? I think Labus is a junior, so he would come back. I mean, Gavin Duga probably isn't going to come back after the season he had. Maybe. I mean, I think K. Doty. Well, no, K. Doty does have to come back, right? No, he doesn't. Yeah, he does. So, K. Doty's got to come back. Um, so, let's go Let's go around the field here. DiGiacomo's going to come back center. Uh, Cruz is going to come back and right, so you'd have to place a, re- replace a left fielder. Uh, let's hypothetically say Beloso because he's not going to go anywhere. Um, let's just say hypothetically he's there. Um, you'll have uh, Doty at third, Thompson at short, um, maybe Arnold Cranford at, at second. They've kind of been splitting time. Morgan at first, and Milazzo Travinsky at the plate. Guys, you're not losing a lot. That That's what the more crazy thing to me about this is. Is you're not really going to lose anything. Yeah, you're going to lose a couple of a couple of pitchers, but you better go recruit some. And Paul Maneri saying, "Where do these people find these guys?" There's no more excuses here now, Playa. No more excuses for Paul Maneri if he's not going to retire at the end of the season or step down. Darren says, hashtag Ask Blake, where do you think Jacoby Stevens goes in this draft? I would say maybe fourth or fifth round if I had to assume. Um. Look, I am. I think that Jacoby's got a lot he's got to prove, right? I think a combine, a true combine, would have done Jacoby Stevens really good. Um, look, he's out of coverage. Uh, he, he's shown that at times he really struggles in coverage. And if you're going to take an inbox safety, um, guys, teams aren't running the ball as much as they they were in the past, right? Like. You remember, you guys remember, and I use this analogy, so don't hit me on it. But remember, Mark Barron from Alabama, he wound up moving down the linebacker because he was an in the box safety, and the game just passed him up. Um, he struggles in coverage, man. I mean, yeah, I remember. I, I I know that we all remember when he had that insane interception against Mississippi State. I get that. Um, but when do we ever? I don't ever remember. Maybe once against Oklahoma. Um, But I don't ever remember looking up and saying, damn, Jacoby Stevens had great coverage there. Right? Like, in in, in a passer's league, you're not... I hate to say that, but I just think the game could pass him by a little bit. Um, We'll see. I think that he's a very talented individual. I would say maybe fourth or fifth round. That's what I would say because... Look, at that point, you have a guy that comes from a talented team like LSU, but I think that Jacoby Stevens has really struggled. Uh, but that's me. I'll give you a couple of guys I think that will will go a little higher than some people think. Hmm. Paul Escon, our good friend, says, hashtag Ask Blake. Kim Mulkey uh, said you can take that mask, shine that bitch up real nice uh, and real good. Turn that son of a gun sideways and stick it straight up my candy ass. Okay. She probably will. She probably would. I mean, if she wins a national championship in two years, I might not say anything to her, anything she tells people, for being honest. Um, David says, hope do guys back heel for Arkansas series. He will. Uh, Kenny Russell, what's up, Kenny? Says, hashtag ask Blake, do you believe in our, our, our next athletic hire will be in baseball, and if so, who do you see Scott Woodward going after? I do think that if there is right now going to be another coaching hire, it's going to be Paul Maneri. Um, Kevin O'Sullivan, the Florida head coach's name, uh, has come up. If you We remember Kevin O'Sullivan and his Florida Gators beat Paul Maneri in LSU in 2017. I personally don't like that hire. I think that their resumes are really similar. 
Uh, Kevin O'Sullivan has had extremely talented kids at the University of Florida um, and quite honestly squandered them. He had three guys, three pitchers that got drafted in the top 15 and after winning in 17, and he didn't win another natty. Um, that doesn't happen at Vandy. So I think that he squandered a lot of talent. I don't like that. I hear that they may look around the, the state of Texas um, if and when Paul Maneri steps down. Uh, if. Look, if LSU somehow, some way gets to Omaha, that, that dude ain't stepping down. I'm, I don't think that they will, but that dude ain't going to step down. I'm just telling you that right now. Um, so we'll see. We'll see. Um, I would look in the Dallas area. I'm just going to leave it at that. I'd look in the Dallas area. Um, but I don't like Kevin O'Sullivan at all. And I don't think Scott Wilbur will hire him. Uh, Brandon Reese says, hashtag ask Blake, what do you think the realistic expectations will be for Kim Mulkin year one? Well, Brandon, that's an interesting question. She's never, um, she has never gone in a season where she's been a coach where there's been less than 20 wins. So I'd say right off the top, 20 wins. She's never coached a team under 20 wins. And that goes all the way back to Baylor. Like her first year when they were, as in her words, we were horrible, y'all. We were horrible. Um, so I would expect 20 wins, maybe an SEC. She's gonna, they're going to get in the tournament, and I think that they could get into into the big big dance. You win 20 wins, there's a chance in women's college basketball you're going to make the big dance. Uh, Justin Lagrange says you would love to see Marshall in. Would love to see Marshall in. What you mean, Justin? I know you're talking about Terrace Marshall, but in what? Uh, Jay Adam LSU says $3 million a year, and I'd be happy too. Well, she's making two point five, And again, she's making two point two seven in Texas with no state income tax. Um, let's see here. Oh, there you go. Justin says, I'd love to see Marshall black in the black and gold for some reason. Peyton won't draft LSU guys. I think that he could. So, um, of all the guys that I think stock has risen, I don't think that anybody's stock has risen more um, than Terrace Marshall. You know, it's funny because Stan Polkey, who's a good friend of mine, two or was it three years ago when Marcus Davenport was drafted, three or four years ago, uh, we called it on the very first one of the very first episodes of AYS. I said that the uh, the Saints and I could go find this, but the Saints were going to um, move up with the Packers and take. Marcus Davenport. I got, and and I didn't know Twitter either at the at the time. I got ripped to shreds. You don't know shit, you Rudy Poo. You you don't know nothing. Your mama's your mom and them don't even like you. You was probably adopted, and I I just kept it. And then when they traded with the Packers and they trapped the Davenport, I was like, nah 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 boo boo. S T T D B. Uh Josh on Facebook Live says, hashtag Ask Blake, do you see Max? It's a good question. In the Heisman conversation and leading us to a playoffs in his junior or senior year, I just don't see it. Okay, maybe not a good question. <laughs> just kidding, Josh. He says, but to be fair to Joe, wasn't all that in his first year at LSU either. Uh, not to be a pessimistic or, pessimistic or anything. Well, I think it's completely different. Joe was here what was it, six weeks before the season started and didn't even know some of the guys' names. Um, I quite honestly think that Max, if if the stars align, um, I think with the schedule that LSU has this year, I'm not saying that they're going to the playoff. I think it's way too soon. We don't know the departures this team will have, the attrition this team will have. We don't know the injuries this team will have. I'm going to say this. I really do think that this team on paper, on paper, has a chance to go to a playoff. I think that they can win 10 games. I think that they can win 11 games. That doesn't mean that they will. That doesn't mean that they won't. I think that they have the talent to do that. Um, And I'll give an example here, too. Not even talking about the offensive side of the football, but the defensive side of the football. Again, Elias Ricks, Dwight McGlother, Jay Ward, who, again, I put a video up on Twitter today as we're breaking down the Florida film of Jay Ward. In the first series against Florida, Jay Ward had a, a, a touchdown-saving tackle and two pass breakups, one in the end zone on Kadarius Toney, who is probably the fastest man in the in the draft this, or 
what, Thursday. Literally probably the fastest man in the draft. And he was running stride for stride with him. Uh, and Derek Stingley. So I think even on the back end, you're so you're so talented. I think that this team could make a push. Now, now will the spotlight be too big for Max? I, I don't think so. But, you know, look, Joe, it's a dip. We're talking about Joe Burrow in a different light here. And at the end of the season, he turned it on. Uh, and quite honestly, let's call a spade a spade too. Um, Joe didn't really have the best of play calling in 18. He just didn't. Uh, Brandon Reese says they have Chase, Jamar Chase, going to the Lions. I hope he doesn't go to the Lions. And I don't know. The Lions need so much. I don't know why they would go wide receiver. I get because they have some departures there. Jamar Chase is a freak of nature. He's probably the number one receiver on everybody's board at this point. I get that. Uh, let Which brings up an interesting point. And a lot of people have uh, – you know, it's funny because I wonder if Jamar Chase didn't go to LSU if this would be a big deal, meaning with him and Joe Burrow reconnecting. That's a part where I think I, – I, I kind of wonder if we would make a big deal out of it because um, we wouldn't really care. We would probably wouldn't want him to go to the Bengals or the Lions. You know, everybody's been talking about Joe Burrow's knee. Look, I've had that patella tendon surgery on my left knee twice. Um, the scar's fine, by the way. Um, mine was even worse than his. Uh, I think that they did do some things on the O-line during uh, free agency. And, and look, you got to consult Joe a little bit on that, too. He wants Jamar Chase. And there were times that, that the Bengals just didn't have guys that could get open. Get you got to get us some weapons. They they did address some things now in free agency on the O line. Maybe you could give them that, but I we'll see. I, if Penny Sewell was there, if Penny Sewell is still there, the the offensive tackle from Oregon, I would go Penny Sewell. I mean, you got you got to connect. You got to protect Joe Burrow. You got to protect your franchise. You got to protect your franchise. Uh, so that's what I think. Uh, Justin says, go after the Tennessee coach. I like him. Yeah, he's been pretty – look, he's built a big-time program. It'd be interesting to see if he'd leave Tennessee after what he built uh, there. Paul Brown says, hashtag ask Blake, when Mulkey was officially announced as our coach, how bad did you think the other SEC team coaches uh, slept? Well, I think that they weren't good – they didn't sleep good at all. Um, there's even a thing where I had and, – and I probably shouldn't say this, but you can go find it on Twitter. I had two um, – I had two South Carolina – one, I, you could tell, is an assistant coach or something. Um, they don't like it. South Carolina don't like it. I mean, look, you don't want her coming into your conference. Why would you? You can't beat her uh, when she's not in your conference, and she's going to make LSU a powerhouse. So, we'll see. Alex King says, Will Wade also makes $2.5 million. Well, there you go. And look, he's not a winner. I mean, he is a winner – but he's not a national. He's not Kim Mulkey winner. And it, you know what? A crazy thing too about this, she's they're selling more season tickets, guys. She hasn't even been paid yet. She hasn't even been paid yet, and she's already made LSU F, uh, athletics a million plus. <laughs> uh, Brandon Reese says Marshall to the Bengals, and also says Cox to Washington in the second round. I don't. I, I don't think he's going to go to – I don't think Cox goes that high. No way. No way. He might. He might squeak into the second round. I shouldn't say that. I just don't see it. I just don't see it. Um, let's see. Kenny says, hashtag ask Blake. What's going on, Kenny? He says, what's our record for five stars signed in one class? I think four, right? That's a question I need to ask Mike Scarborough. Uh, maybe three or four, and they're at three now. They're th- well, not signed. Um, that's a great question. I need to ask Mike. I'm trying to think though. I think that 2011 uh, LSU class had like a couple. Like, I don't think Odell was one. Like Jarvis Landry, Lowell Collins. I feel like somebody else was a five star in that too. Um, I'm missing. I'll have to go look that up. 
Uh, Kenny Russell says, hashtag asks, like, if Max Johnson is a star, do you see us around 10 and 2, 11, 1, 12, and 0 range? I'm going to go 10 and 2. Um, I'm just going to I'm going to stay there. I mean, I don't know the teams that can beat them. I think that Texas A&M takes a step back. Uh, I mean, they got more questions than, in my opinion, than LSU does. I mean, I still don't think that they have a, a competent quarterback. Um, they have some holes offensively and defensively. Um, Florida, I mean, they got a whole hell of a lot of things to replace. Ole Miss, which, the two games, I'm going to tell you the truth, and you guys are going to laugh at me, and that's fine. There are two games that all that I say scare me, but kind of get my the hairs on my neck to stand up is number one, Ole Miss. Like Ole Miss is going, it scares me with Matt Corral returning, uh, and Alabama. I mean, Alabama's Alabama. I mean, regardless how much I hate them, and I hope that all their players get explosive diarrhea during the you know before the game. I probably shouldn't have said that, but look, I said what I said. <laughs> I don't want you know, is what it is. So. Those are the two games I'm most nervous about. Uh, I can't think of another one that I'm nervous about. I mean, I guess you can say, yeah, Kentucky, LSU doesn't ever really play tough when they go to Kentucky, but that's been a long time. That's with Les, too. And, and Les is Rudy Pooh. God, Les Miles sucked ass. Literal, probably, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, Justin says, I highly doubt this would happen. <laughs> uh, this would happen. But let's say Fields falls out of the top ten. Do you think the Saints should trade up? You're damn right you should trade up. You're damn – I got to say this. I'm so glad you brought this up, Justin, because I know that we talked some LSU stuff. We'll continue to talk LSU stuff. Let me branch off here right quick. Um, I do not understand the people that are running out there – talking about Justin Fields' character when Mac Jones has been arrested three times for a DWI. That kid has legitimately been arrested three times for a DWI, and we're worried about Justin Fields, who's never been arrested, or he he, he transferred. Get out. Alabama fans are going to rip me alive for this. I don't really give two Rudy Poos. Justin Fields is better than Mac Jones. Mac Jones does not belong in the conversation with Justin Fields. End of discussion. Now, it might be a good fit for Mac Jones to go to the San Francisco 49ers. That might be a good fit for him. But from a talent standpoint, he's not more athletic. He's not faster. He's not bigger. He's not stronger. He's technically not more accurate at times throwing the ball down the field. And, by the way, we have more on Justin Fields and what he's done than Mac Jones. Give me t- Justin Fields all day long. And quite honestly, to Justin's point here, if you're the Saints, I mean, he gives you that Taysom role that uh, that uh, it, Sean's always been looking for. But he's just a better thrower over the football. Um, you know, what's funny is Mel Kuyper said something today about Justin Fields, and he said uh, something to the effect, well, he locks in on his first receiver. Well, shit, when they're wide open, why not? If your first week's read is wide open, why not? Joe Burrow, well, Joe sometimes locks in on his one receiver, and then every time, touchdown, touchdown, touchdown. I'm sorry, Jamar Chase caught 21 touchdowns. I'm sorry, uh, Justin Jefferson's hitting the gritty on everybody. I mean, these draft analysts and experts, oh, he he, he locks in on his number one target. But what, well, Mel, did he, did he throw a touchdown? Well, yeah, but still. Blaine Smith says, hashtag ask Blake, are you ready for a full Tiger Stadium? Go to the first uh, part of our press, com- our, our press conference, of our thing. Uh, Brandon Reese says, shelving to the Lions. I can see that. Uh, Chasson, what's up, man? He says, Maneri in the press conference said he woke up with spasms in the back. Should be okay for the weekend. I, thank you for the update, brother. I appreciate that, man. I appreciate that. Um, yeah, he should be. Back spasms, Chaston. Back spasms, air quotes. Uh, David says, as many times as he has crashed into walls, saving hits you good, except that. All right, I got to read that again. As many times as he has crashed into walls, saving hits, you could expect that. Oh, 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 that Gavin Duga. Okay, I was lost. My bad. My bad, David. 
I was lost. I, I was lost. So lost there. All right, let's do this. Let's take a break very quickly. Stay with us. We'll answer more of your questions uh, 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 before then. Or we'll answer some more of your questions, and then we'll get back to it. Do the hashtag Ask Blake. Put them in there, and we'll answer them. But, guys, you got to go see my good friend, Mr. John Patton, over at Area Home Lending. Guys, if you're thinking about buying a new home, saving money on the mortgage that you have now, or even doing that cash-out refi, the timing has never been better. Get in touch with John Patton from Area Home Lending today, and if you mention this show, I know he'll send his team out for a free appraisal. Get in touch with John Patton today at 225-663-2500. That's 225-663-2500. And tell him your good friend, Mr. Blake Rafino at AYS, sent you on by. And our good friends over at the Drake Law Firm, personal injury, criminal defense, real estate, and successions. Go see him today down in downtown Ponchatoula. Talk with a client today, or AYS subscriber, I should say, because <laughs> I don't work there. But I talked with a listener today. They said they called the Drake Law Firm, had some things going on. The Drake Law Firm got right back with them, and it's going to be working their case, and it was a very pleasurable experience for them. Go see them at 154 West Pond Street, Ponchatoula, Louisiana, or give them a call at 985-386-7600. That's 985-386-7600. And tell them Blake Rafino at AYS. Sit you on by. All right, guys. Let's see. Uh, Brandon Reese says Austin Deculus to the Cowboys in round four. Well, Austin, De- Austin Deculus is still on the team. He's still on LSU's team. <laughs> yeah, Austin, Austin's still with us. Uh, J- John says, hashtag ask Blake, what's the realistic chance that baseball doesn't get swept this weekend? I don't think they get swept. I think this team's kind of heating up a little bit, honestly. I don't think they get swept. But I could be wrong there. Uh, Robbie says, where do you think Jacoby would have gone if he would have uh, came out last year? I think he could have gone in the third or fourth round, if we're being honest. Robbie, I, I think he I think he would have – I think his draft stock got worse. I think he's a guy that probably should have gone out. But, I mean, hindsight's 2020. Hindsight is 2020. Uh, David says, but Paul Maneri has historically pushed upperclassmen out for recruiters coming in. Does he lean heavy on recruit on returning players? Well, he better. I mean, who's he going to kick off the team? He's not going to kick off. I mean, he can't kick off his starting guys now. I mean, maybe he could uh, kick Cranford out uh, at second base, but no. Um, Justin says, Tony Vitello is our next head coach. I, I wouldn't mind that. Uh, Reese says, they actually have Stevens going in the fifth round to the Bengals, and I don't think he goes in the fifth. He might go to the fifth round. Uh, Neil Farrell to the Ravens. Reese, um, <laughs> Austin Deculus and Neil Farrell are still playing for LSU. <laughs> so they're not they're not going to be drafted because they're not in their draft. Anyway. Kenny says, who do you think drafts Jamar Chase? Oh, man. I'm going to say the Bengals. I don't think that they should. Um and I know that LSU fans hate me saying that, but I would rather protect Joe Burrow and them draft Penny Sewell uh, than anything else. Um, but he's not gonna he's not gonna fall out the top seven. I don't think. I mean, I think Detroit could take him, but he's not gonna fall out the top seven. Personally, I think he's gonna go to the uh, go to the Bengals. Uh, and I think, quite honestly, personally, <laughs> I, I I wouldn't do that. I would protect I would protect Joe at all possible costs. All possible costs. So I I mean look, the Dolphins are interesting. Um how long are they gonna stick with Tua? I don't know. Uh Blake Doucette says hashtag ask Blake. So Kim comes in and proves a point. What that says about Coach Will Wade. Hmm. Well, I think Will has as um Um, he hadn't had the best of times Jamie says uh, do you think that Nikki Fargus was told to find another job probably probably Um, probably Uh, let's see Colin Thibodeau says hashtag ask Blake people need to put some respect on Dwight McGoldrin's name this year they better that dude's good man and look, Cardell Flott's a guy that I think is going to not see a lot of playing time. I just don't see it. I do not see it. I mean, who are you going to take out? Now, maybe you might rotate some guys, but Elias Ricks, Derek Stingley, Jay Ward at safety, Jordan Tolles, 
or Derek Davis, Sage Ryan, whoever you want to throw in there, um, Dwight McLaughlin. I, I <laughs> after what we've seen from Dwight McLaughlin and the spring that he had, mm. nope, nope, no way. He's bigger, he's stronger, and he might be a little bit faster. He's long, fast, long, long strides. He kind of reminds me of Kel, uh, uh, Kevin Tolliver a little bit. That's who he reminds me a little bit of. But feels more athletic. This feels, well, maybe not more athletic, but it has more, in, like, that instinct, right? Like, McLaughlin just has an instinct. The way that he was breaking, uh, breaking up passes all game, we'll see. Uh, Chaston says, it's funny to see y'all write Miles out on the starting roll so quickly. Well, Chaston, man, look, I, I've been pretty vocal um, about that. I don't think that he wins a starting job. And I don't think that fans, and this is just me, but I don't know. You know, a lot of people say that Miles deserves it. Well, what does he deserve? I'm not going down that path again. I ain't going down that path again. But I do think it's a look. He made a point. He made a point Saturday, but he also wasn't or a couple Saturdays ago. But he also wasn't getting hit either. You know, <laughs> people weren't hitting him neither. Um, let's see. Rob Boudreaux says Joe was good his first year. The team and offensive scheme sucked. They didn't become a team until the bowl game. Shit, they didn't. They became a team at Texas A and M when they saw Joe was just like he 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 gave it. Uh, I mean, he literally put everything on the line. I mean, the the kid was taking an IV in the, in the locker room because he was dehydrated, and they thought that they were going to have to bring him to the hospital. I mean, if you've never heard that story, look into it. I mean, they had to give him two IVs because he was so dehydrated of the seven-overtime game. He, he, I mean, Joe talked about this. His eyes were rolling in the back of his head because he was so dehydrated. Uh, Chad said, ask Blake, Blake Dean in some capacity. I would not bring Blake Dean in. Again, I don't think that Blake Dean has shown you enough to be the head coach of uh, of LSU. What has he done? Outside of being an LSU guy, what has he done? I mean, I'm fine with bringing LSU, you know, LSU guys in. That's not the problem. If Blake Dean wants to be the hitting coach, Okay, that's not a problem with me. If he wants, if you want him to be your number two assistant, but to say to be the head coach, nah, uh, uh-uh. uh, no, uh, uh-uh. uh, no way. Uh, Robert Playson says, I think I like the Louisville head baseball coach. Damn, I forgot his last name. Yeah, and I saw somebody in here too talked about the uh, East Carolina head coach. Yeah, they're really hitting. Uh, Kyle says Chase won't get past Miami. I don't think he will either. I don't think he will either. Uh, Mark says Chase is going to the Bengals. It will happen. They can't get a guard and a tackle, and they can't. It will happen. They can get a guard and tackle in rounds two and three. But yeah, they can't get Panay Sewell though. They can't get Panay Sewell in rounds two and three. That there's a big difference. I mean, there's people saying Panay Sewell might be one of the best ta- tackles that they've seen come out in the draft in the last four to five years. And if that's the case, you got to take him. Again, protect Joe Burrow at all costs. I don't. And look, if they can do that, if they can get a, get somebody and protect him, I'm okay with that. Um, again, a, a former offensive lineman saying that. Now, would I absolutely love them to take Jamar Chase? You're Rudy Poo right, I would. You're Rudy Poo right, I would love to see. Uh, uh, Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow get back together. That's not what I'm saying. Because the last time that we saw Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase on a, on the same football field together, it was magic. I mean, the the Heisman Trophy winning quarterback and the Bolitnikoff winner. I mean, they would be a one-two punch. And, and, and you got Joe Mixon. Hopefully their O-line's better. I don't hate it. I'm just worried about Joe's health, and I'm worried about if, it, you know, can he stay upright? Can you keep him upright? Not can he stay there. Can you keep him upright? And and their offensive scheme at last last year was a little, but he like he likes Zach Taylor a lot. Blaine says Miles should be way ahead. The fact he's in a quarterback competition tells all. Yeah, I mean he's what year five again. Been here since the Obama administration. I mean you guys are kind of I, I kind of joke when I say that. 
Uh, I'm kind of not. I mean, we were talking about miles to LSU during the Obama administration. That's funny because I, I, I mean that in a joke, but I really don't. What did Miles sign in, uh, was it February of 16? Wasn't it? Um, he's been here since the Obama administration. I mean, mm. Robbie Smith Jr. on YouTube says, came in a little late. How did Mulkey already make uh, LSU $1 million plus? I- I'm using rough numbers here, and-, and it might be a little less, but let's just say this. Don't type in your phone right now, but I'm gonna. I've already. I'll do the math for you. Let's just say they sold 1,300 tickets, okay? 1,300 season tickets, and let's just say a round number is a thousand dollars a piece, which I think is about right. I mean, that would average. Let's just say if they. I mean, for two tickets, I mean that would sound about right. Uh, Fifty dollars. I mean, yeah, especially floor seats, maybe an average a thousand. So then that's one point three million dollars that she's already done it, and they haven't paid her Jack Jack Diddley. I mean, she's paid she's paid for her salary for the end of the year, and and look, that number will continue to go. I would expect that they get to two thousand, maybe three thousand uh, by the end of this thing. I'm just kind of waiting for them to come down. If we're being honest. Uh, let's see. Bear Granger says, hashtag ask Blake. Man, I saw Baylor Sports live stream earlier. Okay, I know where this is going. Uh, and them and the fans were talking mad disrespectful to Kim Mulkey and LSU. Yeah, they're letting it fly. Um, they talk about her being a narcissist. If you didn't see it, they talk about her being a narcissist. They talk about all the bad stories. But you know what? You know what I kind of feel about this? And, and I'm going to say this. I think it was Sikkim365. There, is, there are some really good individuals on uh, Sikkim 365. A lot of great guys that's on there. Um, I'm going to say this. Then why don't you say it during the fact that when she's coaching? I hate when people won't run out there and don't have the ball sack, don't have the nads, aren't man enough to run out. Talk about Kim Mulkey when she's there then. Just because she's going elsewhere, now you want to talk that shit? You want to talk that shit because she's not here. Of course you do. Of course you do. You're not going to talk about one of your own. So, well, she leaves. We're going to talk that shit. I'm going to be a lot honest. It's a beta move. It's a beta move. I'm going to say there's been an LSU. Nah. There's been an LSU people that have, you know, done that before. I'm going to leave that one alone. Um, But still. That's that that gets me set off. Like, why not talk to shit about her then? Well, Blake, we can't talk about her, coach. Well, you, oh, so you can talk about her when her, when she leaves. You can talk about the crazy stories about you know what she said in front of boosters and shit. You weren't complaining when she was raising you money. Don't complain. Why are you complaining now? Tell her thank you and move on. Carlton Cisco says, "What's good, Blake? Can't wait for the draft." Me either, Carlton. I mean, I'm really excited. I know a lot of people have been asking us. Uh, <laughs> Brian says Ben's lungs are back in action. Dude, he does not like getting dressed. He does not like getting dressed. He hates it, man. You put a diaper on that baby and you start putting other clothes on him, he don't like it. That that little naked Jay Bird does not like clothes. I mean, I wish I could say that too. He, he's full Adam and Eve style. Full Adam and Eve style. He don't care. He don't care too, Rudy Poos. Um, let's see. Carlton says, tons of fun stuff to read with if this happens worse than Devin White to Tampa. Um, let's see. Ryan says, definitely Bengals. Uh, Penny Sewell. Kenny says, hashtag ask Blake. Uh, who did we hire today to help coach the linebackers group with Baker? I didn't see that. I didn't see that. Uh, I'll check, Kenny. Uh, Gino says, Chase going to the Falcons would be great. No, it wouldn't. I'm tired of them drafting LSU dudes. I'm tired of it. Like, I, 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 am, I am so tired of them drafting LSU players. It's ridiculous. I'm so tired of LSU players going to the NFC South. 
I'm tired of watching it. I'm tired of Devin White. Uh, uh, and that might, Carlton, that might be what you're talking about. I'm so tired of seeing that. Like, we got to root against. How am I supposed to root against Devin White when he, obliter- when he obliterates somebody? I can't be doing that, man. I can't be doing that, man. Blake Doucette says, hashtag, as Blake with four seconds, uh, four sec series left, SEC series left. Uh, can LSU get it right? I think they can. I think they can. I, I, I'm holding out faith. I'm holding out faith and hope. Uh, Chad says, right, I said in some capacity. Oh, well, there you go. I mean, you can't bring him back as a head coach. You can't bring him back as a head coach. Uh, Chad also says, Blake, where do you see Kerry Vincent going? Um, I think his speed gets him alone, gets him in the fourth or fifth round. I mean, that kid, that kid's blazer. That kid could fly. Uh, Jim Stringfield says, 2019, 15, and 19 recruiting classes all had four or five stars. There you go. Thank you, Jim. Thank you, Jim. It's good. It's good seeing you, brother. I hope all is well. I got something in my eye. It's good seeing you, brother. I hope all is well. There you go. Uh, Gino says, I agree. Took it, and he deserves it. Uh, Brandon says, I don't know if you mentioned it. What do you think about Kosho and Durante Jones getting five-star uh, safety to Kobe Matthews from Ponchatoula, Louisiana, 6-2-2-0-5? Yeah, we talked about it last night. They're locking, locking the state down. Durante Jones continues to be on the warpath. I know that when the other uh, – uh, Mason Smith, who was at Mississippi State, not – Big Mason Smith, but the coach Mason Smith comes in. He calls Ed Orgeron, and Ed Orgeron says, "Hold that tie up." Um. So look, I I, I love it. I mean, they're going to continue to recruit. Maybe they can get another uh, another f- uh, couple of players. I think that they need two more offensive linemen in this class, and it will solidify it. And I think they ha- they can go get them. And I think that uh, with Emory Jones uh, being one of them. I think that they they have some D linemen that they're after, and some corners, and maybe a couple of wide receivers, and then they'll be done. I know that there one. I, there's a feeling out there, and there's some things that I heard. That I think that they want to be done by in December, like all guys signed in December. That's that's their goal. That is their early goal. Um, so it'll be interesting to see if they can get there. Gino Vegas says Brennan be Brennan be round long, round long as Hunter Renfro at Clemson. Cut it. Well, we'll see. Here's the thing. Hunter Renfro was here in the um, Ray Nagan. No, not Ray Nagan. Uh, uh, Ronald Reagan. There you go. Ronald Reagan administration. That's how long he's been here. Or he was at Clemson. I mean, that dude was there forever, man. He was pa- he, he he was catching passes from everybody. Uh, Todd on Facebook Live says, if the Bengals don't go O-line in the first round, a blind man can see that they're committed to losing. I mean, look. Joe has been pretty in, insistent on drafting Jamar Chase, but sometimes you got to save Joe from himself. You know, Joe said he doesn't he doesn't want to slide, and then he started getting hit in the NFL, and he goes, "Damn, I got to get down. I got to get down. I, I can't be taking these hits." And so, with that being said, again, protect your quarterback at all costs. Protect your quarter, guys. I'm speaking as a former center here. When you have an anchor, let me just let me just throw this out to you, okay? For people who maybe have never played O line before, and that's okay. Let me just tell you, uh, as a center making calls, what an anchor at left tackle does. You can slide protections and do things and leave him on an island because you know he's that good. Guys, there were times I would make calls to the right just in, just just in, because I could. Just even though I didn't really have to, because I knew that our left tackle was good enough to do what the hell he was supposed to do. It's able you're able to pick up blitzes better when you have a guy that you know that can lock down somebody. I, I'm telling you, man, it, it's a game changer to have a premier left tackle. There's a reason why those guys get paid so much. There's a reason why Smith gets paid so much by the Cowboys. There's a, re- who, uh, there's a reason why Andrew Whitworth gets paid so much and he's been locked down. Because he doesn't give up shit. That's just me. Uh, Granger says, agreed. Uh, I agree, Blake. <laughs> just messing with you, bud. Uh, Kenny says, I could be wrong, but I believe Brennan came in 2017. Let's see this. Let's see this. Um... Uh, LSU recruiting 2016. 
Let's see. You might be right. Yeah, 2017. Okay, so he wasn't here during the Obama administration. That's my fault. But shit, he was he, he was right there near it. Yeah, he was in 16. God, look at this. Look at this draft class and or look at this recruiting class in 2017. I'm going to read them off. Jacoby Stevens, Kelvin Chason, Austin Deculus, Tyler Shelvin, Jacoby Phillips, Grant Delpit, uh, Todd Harris, uh, Kerry Vincent, Miles Brennan, Ed Ingram, Tyler Taylor, who's a uh, who's been arrested a couple times, Sadiq Charles, Patrick Queen, Neil Farrell, Clyde Edwards-Alaire, uh, Justin Thomas, Racing McMath, Dronte Kirkland, Seth Stewart, who came here for a day, missed his mama and went back to West Virginia, Tory Carter, and two-star Justin Jefferson. <laughs> That is a hell of a draft class. That is one uh, and Lowell Narcisse. That is one hell of a draft class, man. Damn. And and you know what's crazy? They were fourth, third in the SEC, and that class was a the 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 heartbeat of that national title run. Uh. There you go. I'm going to leave this there. I get, there's reasons I can't say that. So, read that. Um, but thank you for the information, Chaston. Um, Gino says, I'm tired of Saints not making the uh, making the gold mine. I am too. Look, and I'm still blocked, man. Uh, Sean Payton still, still got to play a block. Still got to play a block. All right, a couple more. We're going to get out of here. Uh, Josh Rogers, our Buckeye, says, So I checked in, and fir- the first thing I hear is talk about Adam and Eve. Wow. See, you miss me defending your quarterback, Just- Justin Fields. You need to go find that. You need to go find that. All right, two more. We'll get out of here. Ryan Tudor says, LMAO at Blake and Kim having the same impression of Coach O. Hold that tie up. What if they started dating? <laughs> hey, man. What if Kim Mulkey and Hedo started dating? Huh? Hey, hey. Hey, Kim. I got me a natty ring. Well, baby, I got three of them things. I'm from uh, Tangibaho, like Blake Rafino. I got three of them bad babies. You only got a one. Then Ed's going to come out and says, Well, I got a lot of them from USC. A lot more than you. You ain't wanting them many. You ain't wanting them many. And they were like, "Well, Kim, you want to win a national title with your with your with your girls over there at women's basketball?" Well, yeah, boo, I do. Well, I, I want to win one with football. I want to win one with football. Well, let's go win one, babe. If Ed Orgeron and Kim Mulkey dated, hashtag power couple. Hashtag Louisiana's all time power couple. The Cajun couple. I like it. Hashtag Cajun couple. Get them on a date. (laughs) Oh, shit. Uh, Carlton says, Bengal wide receiver Tyler Boyd, T. Higgins, Austin Tate was the star of camp last Bengals offseason. Tight end signed Thaddeus Moss. It's true. Veteran Riley Reef from Minnesota. Riley Reef will be good. And they they have... um, Jonah Williams, they signed, they they drafted from Alabama at the left tackle spot too. I mean, look, you might they might go after Chase. I wouldn't be mad at it. Again, I think that you could move Jonah Williams inside and let Panay Sewell play left tackle. But again, I might be a little O line biased there. I might be a little O line biased. Farron says, uh, "LMAO, I'm dying here." Power couple, hashtag Cajun couple. Where they started dating, y'all. Ed and Kim sitting in a tree. C-R-A-W-F-I-S-H eating. Crawfish eating. First came Kim's natties, then came Ed's. They both went to the same school and they dominated. God, that God, man. What a power couple. I need to shut up. I need to shut up. I mean, as Ryan says right here, Blake, don't start that rumor. Yeah, I, I'm not trying to start that rumor. I'm just saying. Cajun couple. <laughs> and Kim. It, it'd be, it would be the Cajun version of J-Lo and A-Rod. Right? Like the Cajun version. 
<laughs> Mark says, stop, please. All right. Ethan says, I'm going out on a limb here. Last question, we'll get out of here. Uh, Ethan says, I'm going out on a limb here, but I believe LSU shocks the world and takes a serious win this weekend. The rally possum magic comes back in the box this weekend. Okay. Okay. I like it. I'm having faith. We got some people mad at me that I said that uh, I said that Kim and Ed should date. Oh well. Um, Alex says Woodward is not going to let O date Kim. Probably not. You've been saying uh, Woodward ain't going to let O do a lot of things. Alex. Uh, Brandon says this dude here, <laughs> and Ryan says man at Blake. Ha. Uh, all right. Well, guys, we're going to get out of here. We will see y'all again tomorrow. We might do a draft show Thursday. I don't know. I, I get exhausted doing the draft shows. Guys, I, I stayed up for – we did a string for three and a half hours last year, and I physically and mentally I was drained. Um, so, we'll, we'll, I mean, just because I, I had no breaks and it was just me. So, all right, guys, we will see y'all again tomorrow. Y'all have a good night. Peace out. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.